Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Welcome to the podcast that will be sliding down your chimney. Ooh, Hashtag just, just saying. saying. Ho, ho, ho. That's right. You ho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, sh- I got to... Uh, I was hesitant to talk about this, and um, don't hold back. I know, so I'm only gonna we're gonna give you a little nugget of information. Oh, don't say nuggets. Yeah, <laughs> give you a little nugget of information. <laughs> uh, Sean and I recorded a very special video tonight. Um, hopefully, it will work out well, and we'll have more information about it later. Hooray! <laughs> I hate to be like that douche. Who's <laughs> like, I know, like you ever does you ever see the the uh, like the Bugs Bunny cartoons yes. with the character and he bounces around the other character and he's like, I know something you don't know, you don't know, you don't know. Like I don't want to be like that, but we know something you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> oh, you're gonna find this funny. I don't know if you folks out there will find this funny or not. I had somebody come up to me at work, right? And she comes walking up to me and she goes, I want to ask you something. But I'm afraid I'm going to offend you. <laughs> <laughs> now, the reason that she said that is that I don't really talk that much at work. Like, on the show, this is me. This is me. I'm just an yes. idiot. And <laughs> <laughs> she can be her outside work. And so I'm not this way. I'm not me at work. I'm, I just sit and I do my job. That's what I get paid for. I tell people all the time, it's like, if they want to pay me extra to socialize, I will absolutely <laughs> sit around and kick the shit with y'all. But, uh, you know, you're not get, I'm getting paid for that. Mm-hmm. So. I hear that. So they don't really, like, know me well at work. And um, <clears throat> so she goes up, she's like, I'm afraid I'm going to offend you. And I said, well, let's ease into it. I was like, <laughs> what do you want? What do you want to say? And she's like, well, I'm just afraid. And she's, I hate when people like tiptoe around something. I really hate when people do that. It's like if you tip have a toe through the tulips. Yeah, if you have a question, at least as far as I'm concerned, just ask me. Don't like ask pepper me. around the thing. It's like, oh, it's, I know something you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> don't. Let's not do the dance. That's when you order that uh, mm. giant mallet from Acme. Yeah, like, let's not do the dance. Just ask me. So after about three minutes of, I don't know if I should ask you, and I'm like, why don't you just ask me, and I promise if you offend me. Oh, I'll uh, let you know. Uh, well, I said, if I promise if you offend me, I'll tell you, and I won't, I'll try not to take offense to what you're about to ask me. And she said, okay. And then leans in and whispers to me, do you smoke chronic? <laughs> And now, uh, here's the thing. I don't, right? I don't. I used to. But I don't, but I don't like, I don't care if people do that kind of thing. Like, if you want to smoke it, go right ahead. Smoke it responsibly. Um, I (laughs) I choose not to. Now, a few things ran through my head. One, was she going to ask me to smoke chronic with her? (laughs) Two. That would have made a good day. <laughs> Two, was she asking me because I look crazy? Like I look high all the time? Is that why she asked me? Maybe you always look tense at work. She wants but, to lighten you up I was gonna mellow say, you out. I was actually going to say, but wouldn't chronic make me not look tense? 
Oh, that would mellow you out. Uh, well, I don't know. And hungry. So I'm like, was she going to ask? Like, I want to know, like, the whole thing. So, like, she goes, oh, okay. I just wanted to ask you. And then she left. <laughs> but she never told me why she was asking me. And so I kind of, like, stood up on my cubicle. And I was like, oh, it's cool, though. Like, now I'm just <laughs> trying to be hip. I'm like, oh, it's cool, though. And she's like, oh, okay. Like, she's already walking away. She's like, oh, okay. I'm like, well. You missed your window. Sit I, down. I missed the cool window. So sit the fuck down, you poindexter, and shut up. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And then I was like, I have nephews. <laughs> like, I thought that would make me sound cooler. It didn't. Mm-hmm. Yelling out, I have nephews, and possibly they smoke chronic. That's not going to get me in the cool door. Allegedly. Allegedly. <clears throat> Yeah, then you walk over to a certain window and you look down and you see your share and pass them to join to each other, to someone now, else. I desperately wanted to know why she asked me. And I, I'll never know. My window passed. I don't know. You should tell I, that. In my mind, it was because she was going to invite me to a rager. That's, what, that's the scenario that was going to happen <laughs> in my mind. I was going to get invited to a crazy-ass ecstasy party with Chronic. And I love how she called it Chronic. Like it's real Dr. Dre of her. <laughs> that is very Dr. Dre of you. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like is that? But I don't. I'm so lame. Nothing about the G thing, babe. But like, is is chronic like a different form of it? Like, the, is it like if like if she had said like, do you smoke weed? Would that have been the same thing? Yeah. Like, is chronic different? It's still marijuana, right? As, far as I know, it's the same thing. Okay. And by the way, I hate when people are like, ooh, smoking the marijuana? like <laughs> The marijuana? <laughs> the marijuana. <laughs> so I, that was just a very strange thing. <laughs> oh, I got, oh, by the way, but before we, we have so much for you guys tonight. You came on a good night. You, <laughs> you always, like, it's always a good night when you come. So... <laughs> Actually, it's so watering. <laughs> oh fuck! That was a that was a, a bad choice. That was a good bad choice of words. <laughs> now I forgot what I was gonna say oh. because I went to the dirty place. Um, Come. Oh yeah, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> it came back. So <laughs> okay. So I got the email invitation to the office Christmas party. <sighs> I'm so uh, <laughs> dreadfully excited about it. Can you hear the excitement in my voice? Very. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, it's because, one, you hate your Christmas parties. I don't like... But you like the half day. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I. Here's the thing. I don't like forced interactions. And I feel like an office Christmas party is forced interaction. Yours is. it's like i spend my day emailing these people so that i don't have to talk to them face to face i actually shouldn't talk like that i i know someday they're going to find the show and then they're gonna be like tara how could you how could you say that about us i mean it's not like i dislike (laughs) the people that i work with they're fine it's just that 
you know, it's people that you work with. You have to be professional somewhat. <laughs> you know, you have to maintain that level. And then you can go home and be stupid with your friends. And trash them there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not trashing them. This and the reason uh, uh, is that it's not it's not at the the, the bowling place this Aww. year for like three years in a row. They had it this lame ass bowling alley. I don't bowl. I don't do anything that involves renting shoes. That's just my personal view. So it's not at the bowling alley this year. Wear two pairs of socks. It's at a hotel. And I thought, ooh, <laughs> let's get drunk down here and go upstairs later. And I thought, well, okay, like, what are they? Tr- what message are they trying to send? I don't know. Well, maybe if you wander the twelfth floor, if they have one, maybe Slimer's up there. You know what I should do is I should bring my my extended USB that I I keep for when we record when we record the show for YouTube. <laughs> the video version, which is up on the YouTube, message. Um, I know. Look at that plug <laughs> I just plugged right in. When I when I I should just bring my USB and I should videotape it, and then I can show all you guys why these are so much fun for me. <laughs> all you guys. All you guys. Why this is so much fun for me. This is in case about three people in, are sitting on a couch right now watching this. Get up. So okay. <clears throat> So now we, we we've we've cracked that egg, so I think that's all I have as far as what's going on in my life. It's it's dull week. I was off at chronic <laughs> and I found out the uh, Christmas party's at a hotel. You should have taken the chronic. Uh, what what would have happened? That's exactly like what would have happened if I said yes. You know what? That's the thing the rest in life. Of the day would be jello. Maybe in the new year. <laughs> I need to stay, say, just say yes when I'm asked. Although that could be bad. <laughs> Tara, you want to commit a robbery? Yes. Well, suggesting. Yeah. Do an unarmed robbery. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm not gonna be involved robbery would be in any worse, kind of robbery. But do it. In, do it in the Quincy jurisdiction. Let me tell you something. I'm not gonna do that because I have. I'm very distinctive. I feel like even if I tried to disguise myself, I could be picked out of a lineup in a second. <laughs> I'd be like, right there. <laughs> right fucking there. <laughs> but that's okay. Anyway. Anywho. Yeah. So we, we have uh, we have a lot of stuff. We got a lot to go over. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a weird mood. We ha- we did we, we, we did this video. We, 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 we. I know. All the way home. We... <laughs> We had to record this video for this this special thing, and we did like four takes of it, and it was just crazy. What? Three. Oh, we did, well, yeah, I guess there was three. <laughs> I was just trying there to was four that. takes in my head, but you know what? <laughs> I was trying to slip that in. That was like three, that was like two and a half more than I thought we were going to need. <laughs> well, we thought we could just do it in one, one take. But... Oh, I thought it'd be a one take pony. Turns out it was a four horse whore. <laughs> I don't know. I had no. I don't four know. Four horse whore. Yeah, that was a tongue twister. So do you? You want to start off with um, some some stuff that you got? Sure. All right. Now, <laughs> between yesterday and today, I found a lot of stuff. Sean's got so much stuff. <clears throat> so I'm probably good for another couple weeks. There you go. Oh, 
before I forget, and we're going to tell you before the show ends, but next oh, week. Wait, wait, pause for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm way over here. So next week, uh, we're, we're going to do a show, but the show is going to be on Saturday. Uh, so we're going to be a day late and a dollar short. Because Tab and I are going to a Christmas party. The office her, Christmas party. With her job. Where uh, Can you say where it is? is it, well, you can just I say no like idea. the nature of it. You don't I, even know I where have it no is. Idea. She got. She told me about it. She got the tickets. Oh, this. Oh, okay. It's next Friday. That's all I know. Okay, so you don't even know where you're going. Nope. <laughs> my my friend's uh, job. Um, she works in, in medical as well. They have their Christmas party at like Vincent's, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why? <laughs> if you don't know, um, because we have a lot of uh, lovely folks who listen to us from all over. Uh, Vincent's is like a nightclub, and I'm like, that seems not like something a professional place would would have a Christmas party, a nightclub. No, it's not always a nightclub, I guess. <laughs> well, if you go during the day, it's a day club. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, okay, so we'll be we'll be we'll be a day late. Blip, blip, blip. We'll be a day late. I'm in a goofy ass mood tonight. Good. <laughs> Stay that way. It's like I'm drunk. I got the chronic. You need the chronic. I know. So you be like this every show. So we'll be a day late next week. Uh, we'll remind you at the end in case you forget because we'll probably forget. So you need to light it up and put on some smoke dog. Take two pass. <laughs> take two. Take two pass. But I'd be like, give. but I'd like be like by myself, so I'd nobody to pass it to. So I just pass it to myself, hand to hand. So one of the things that I got here. Mark Hamill, he only returned the Star Wars movies because Harrison Ford did. Oh. No. That uh, makes me sad, actually. Actually. Actually, because he, he really seems like he's enjoying the films. You'd think. <laughs> Ouch, Sean! Uh, from listening to this t- uh, headline, yeah. I guess not. Okay, well. And obviously, he... this has to do with uh, Force Awakens. Okay, yeah. You gotta know by now that Harrison's not in this next one. He is not, and if you don't know, I ain't gonna tell you. <laughs> Mark Hamill revealed that he only returned to Star Wars universe because his co-star Harrison Ford did. In an interview with New York Times, Hamill described he was initially very hesitant after he and Carrie Fisher were pitched the idea of returning by George Lucas. Mm-hmm. "Quote: I was completely stunned," he told the publication. Carrie, not a minute went by. She slapped the table and goes, I'm in. <laughs> I said, Carrie, poker face. <laughs> wow, I almost sound like I almost sound like I'm like a <laughs> quote. I was just really scared, he said. I thought, why mess with it? The idea of catching lightning in a bottle twice was ridiculously remote. No, you were wrong, sir. <laughs> Hashtag wrong mark. He also worried that audiences would think he and his original trilogy co-stars would be too old and embarrassing for modern audiences. No. Quote, no one wants to see the 50, 60, 70-year-old versions of us running around bumping heads on the Death Star. Okay, that's funny. Um, <laughs> secondly, um, secondly, I went to, I was fortunate slash lucky um, I'd gone online. I got uh, tickets. The, the movie opened on like Friday. I got Thursday tickets, so it was like kind of advanced screening tickets. Yay! Oh, that was so dope. And it was like 
the the whole auditorium or whatever theater full of people, the noise that people made when these original characters came on screen. Mm-hmm. Like Carrie Fisher, people went apeshit. Harrison Ford, when he finally appeared in the doorway with Chewie. Yep. And the fucking end when Mark Hamill's up on the screen, it was like, boom! And it's like, yeah, like goosebumps. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, there he is! It's like on Ghostbusters. Yeah. Raise the heart of the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Mark's char- character, Carrie's, Harrison's, they're pretty mm-hmm. much the heart of Star Wars. Yes. See? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that if they had tried to do it without them, I think people would have had a fit about it. Yeah. You know, it's like, why didn't you pay homage? Why didn't you ask? Blah, blah, blah. So it just it just makes complete total sense to have them in there. It's like when I, uh, Tab and I watched uh, Rogue One. Yeah. It was very weird to watch that without any of them. I actually haven't seen Rogue One just because... Oh. They're not in it. No. No. Like you see Darth Vader for a minute and a half, maybe? Two yeah. minutes? Towards three quarters in? Yeah. That's like the only good part for me. <laughs> and I'm really <laughs> open that you don't need to have seen Rogue One to enjoy number eight. Right. Because Rogue One is just a story of its own. Okay, good. I hope so. Because <clears throat> that's too much work. <laughs> However, he was sure that Ford would say no because, quote, he's too old, too rich, too cranky, which would have given him a buffer. Ford's not going to do this, Hamill thought, which meant he wouldn't have to either. However, when Ford said yes, Hamill had to rethink everything. Can you imagine if I was the only one to say no? I'd be the most hated man in nerdum. Yes, you would. <laughs> And Hamill appears in Star Wars The Last Jedi, which hits theirs December 15th. What is that? Two, uh, yeah, like yeah, two hold, weeks. Hold up a five. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Well, Let pause. Me... Pause, I got something for you. <laughs> Let me slide this in real quick because uh, we're talking about Star well, Wars coming that out. That kind of goes with what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Let's so... Slide it in. <laughs> it's nice when everybody comes early. <laughs> No, it ain't. <laughs> we are dirty. You want it to last? Well, sometimes <laughs> I got stuff to do, Sean. So you don't mind a quickie. Can't be waiting around all night. What kind of schedule do you think? I'm very busy. Busy is all aspects of my life, Sean. All aspects. So Star Wars comes out uh, December 15th. We, I seriously doubt we'll get another trailer before the movie hits, because it's kind of late in the game now. Well, they shouldn't keep throwing like a hundred trailers at you. You're gonna end up seeing the mm. whole movie before you go. Yeah, I know. Uh, but speaking of trailers, see what I did there. Um, Marvel dropped the Infinity War trailer this week. It broke records for most viewed trailer online, Ooh. over 45 million in one day. Whoa. Yahoo! <laughs> okay, so it's like I I forget what the what the end total million of the views was, but it, it was it's a crazy number, and NASA was like, we can't even calculate this number. So <clears throat> I'm just gonna throw some Infinity War stuff at you, real quick. 
before we move on to something else. So. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like if you put on your 3D glasses. <laughs> so the Infinity, like, like I said, the Infinity War trailer dropped. I all right. This is my prediction. All right. There's no spoilers except for what's in my head. Okay. So I'm not giving you anything <laughs> that you didn't know from the movie trailer. And if you if you don't care about this stuff, hang in there because it's only I'm only going to be talking for like two minutes. Okay. It is my opinion that two char- that there will be characters who do not make it to Infinity War two. Okay. So there's Infinity War, Infinity War two, and then there's going to be like an Avengers four. So more than likely, Captain America and Iron Man they'll be safe. Yay! Sit down. They'll be safe. Okay? How's it chronic? <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man, Black Panther, and Doctor Strange also won't be going anywhere. This is my opinion. All right? So alongside Captain Marvel, they're going to act as the bridge between the Marvel Cinematic Universe at the current stage and what the next phase is going to be. Okay? And by the way, Black Panther drops... Early next year, and I am psyched for it because it looks amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Black Panther is almost certain to get a sequel alongside with Captain Marvel. A third Guardians of the Galaxy movie has already been announced, and if you follow James Gunn on social media, he's already done the treatment. He's already starting writing it because he's that fucking boss. (laughs) Okay? Good fam. Yeah, and a sequel for Doctor Strange hasn't been announced yet. Uh, but with his his appearances in the Marvel movies, uh, it's almost certain he's going to get one. So each of the characters has a future at Marvel beyond Infinity War and Avengers 4, meaning you can rest easy knowing that after getting attached to Ch- T'Challa and Black Panther, you won't have to watch him die in the upcoming Avengers movies. Woo. Out of all the characters set to appear in Infinity War, and there are very there's a lot. I see you in the corner of my eye. Don't you worry. I can predict with confidence... Vision will not make it out of Infinity War. <gasps> did Tara just say that? Did Tara just say Vision's going to die? Yes, Tara did. I think if you didn't have headphones on, your hat would have blown off. Ooh, boom. Mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> I think Vision's going to die. Okay? Here's my reasons. Oh, goody. Despite a photo that Paul Bettany <laughs> tweeted earlier this year reporting from the set of Avengers 4, in which Vision can be seen sporting glasses... <laughs> And more importantly, one of his Infinity Stones, which is his Mind Stone, on his forehead. The trailer tells a different story. Aha! This leads us to believe he will appear as a flashback or perhaps a memory. Oh! Your memory from a distance. (laughs) Vision isn't going to get his own standalone movie. Let's face it, guys. He's not. He sucks. (laughs) Well, he doesn't suck. Paul Bettany's cool, but I liked him better when he was uh, uh, Iron Man's thing. You know, you know. I can't remember what it is. Little iron? Little <laughs> iron. <laughs> Baby iron! Um, <laughs> his future in the Marvel Cinematic uh, Universe will end by Avengers 4 by developing his relationship with the Scarlet Witch. It adds an aspect of emotional drama that Marvel will want to hone in on. It's more likely that Scarlet Witch will have to deal with the loss of vision, carrying that grief and anger into Avengers 4. My love! Oh. Please! <laughs> I do believe in the comics, though, that Vision and Scarlet Witch actually hook up. So putting them in a love story um, totally makes sense for, for Marvel to do. I'm almost done. You're fired. I know. <laughs> uh, Loki. Loki. Loki's going away. Loki. That's my opinion. 
Loki might be next. With three Thor movies under his belt, the Avengers and the Avengers Age of Ultron, Hiddleston has established an overwhelming influence on the Marvel Universe. But his presence on screen has coming to an end has been coming to an end for some time. There were reports earlier this year that Loki appeared in flashback sequence for Avengers 4, but little detail on whether his character will be actively involved in the movie. Mm. I know. Timing on Loki's death, <laughs> while imminent, is still up in the air. He's a beloved character. It makes sense to have Loki appear in Avengers 4, yes, but his does. death in Infinity War would raise the stakes for all involved and tie into his character development. Hmm. I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> a Guardian of the Galaxy has to go. Oh. A Guardian of the Galaxy, the original Guardians team is a large one with a plethora of different <laughs> characters. I know. Be- but being realistic, it doesn't make sense for Marvel to bring all of those Guardians, including characters like Nebula and Mantis, in for Infinity War and have them survive long enough to reappear in Avengers 4. It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And since James Gunn is already uh, done with his treatment and writing, more than likely they've already talked about it, and one of them's going to go. So it's not going to be Groot, because he's cute and they've already killed him once, and killing him again (laughs) seems rather redundant and unnecessarily cruel, because he's so cute. He's so cute. (laughs) Uh, We can assume that none of the original five Guardians will die. After all, a third Guardians of the Galaxy movie, as I said, is already on the way. But Nebula makes perfect sense. Although, I wish they would fucking kill Mantis because she's a useless-ass character. Done. Perhaps she'll die while protecting her sister Gamora, bringing their emotional arc to an end. It also gives Gamora something to fight for in Avengers 4. Much like Scarlet Witch, they can bond because they had that in common. (laughs) If... If Vision died, Nebula dying in Infinity War would give the character a memorable exit from the franchise and help pave a better story arc for Avengers 4. Although, if I had a vote, like I said, I'd get rid of Mantris because she's fucking useless. And if I've made you upset, I'm sorry, but let's keep in mind that it is Marvel and nobody ever fucking dies. Permanently, anyway. Hashtag Colson Libs. (laughs) Mm. And these are her opinions. These are strictly my opinions. I know nothing. Everyone I don't has have. I don't have an like assholes. I don't have a. Um, Everyone has one. I don't have an inside scoop. I don't have an inside thing. I was just looking at the trailer, and I thought a lot about it. There you go. Take that, motherfucker. <laughs> Whew, I feel. You know what I feel like? I feel like the micro machines guy. Yeah. Like I went through that really, really quickly because I was like, good. "Well, I know because I was like, well, if people aren't interested, they're just not going to give a shit." So I wanted to do quick. But I wanted to, I'm sure there are some people who, who like that stuff that, that listen to us, so I wanted to at least get, get it in there. Plus, <laughs> plus, if I'm right and that does end up happening, which we'll find out in May, yeah. Um, oh, my touchdown dance. Oh, speaking of touchdowns, I was so, uh, I'm going to, I hate to do like two, two things in a row, but, um. The Giants are benching Eli Manning this Sunday, and I'm not sad. <laughs> I'm not sad at all. Gee, I always wish the Broncos would have done that with his brother. <laughs> I'm not. Someone's sad. gonna bench him now. I'm tired of seeing him in commercials. Oh, Sean hates Peyton Manning. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're putting Where's in Tanya Harding when you need her. <laughs> they're putting in Geno Smith, which I'm absolutely fine with i know a lot of a lot of people took to twitter and they're like you giant what the fuck giants blah blah blah. eli's awesome i actually i'm not a huge eli manning fan 
But I actually believe... Actually, actually? I actually believe that the blame is not all on him. <clears throat> I think it's a coaching issue. It's a coaching problem. They're not addressing that problem um, because the coach sucks. Coach McAdoo is a shitty coach. He was a shit. He used to be the offensive coach for the Giants. He was a shitty coach then. He's a shitty coach now. Um, and the problem is, is that he's trying to be uh, head coach. <clears throat> oh boy! And well, because he is head coach, so he's trying to be head coach, but he's also trying to maintain his input as offensive coach. So he's doing like two Pick things one. at once. Yeah, it's like you can't. You're. You know, you're not giving like people. Trying to keep a job from somebody else. Yeah, basically. You so that's whore. all. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm you just whore. <laughs> job whore. <laughs> I'm just happy that uh, that they're going. That they're trying something different. Although it's a game against the Raiders that they probably could have won with Eli. So that's killed him. Yeah. So we'll see. That's all I got. <laughs> Woof. And since we're on that that topic of football, okay. Uh, last weekend. Tab and I had a nice little surprise. Yeah. Our second favorite team is the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Which really sucks this year. Well, join the club. They only have one win. <laughs> but. Knock, knock. Who there? Owen. Owen who? Owen won. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm Owen too. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they weren't doing that great. And then within the last... Three or five minutes, I want to say. Yeah. They took their starting quarterback out, and they put Garoppolo out there. Did they? And what did he do? He got a couple of passes all the way down the field. Nice. Like he, he had maybe two or three plays, and on the third one, touchdown. Nice. See, and, I'm, I'm sorry. And they were gonna hold off on putting him in. You're right. From what I heard, for the rest of the season, just so he can learn the plays and just kind of. Hmm. You know, be the backup just in case. Mm-hmm. And then that helps them with the draft pick next year. Okay. From what I've been told from uh, my friend Tyrone. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he was kind of like a Superman that day. <laughs> See, I'm not a big Patriots fan. I'm sorry. Um, but I was really, really shocked when they let him go. Me too. I thought he was a decent quarterback. And when I heard that, and I was like, and they said, oh, he's going to San Fran, blah, blah, And I said, good. I hope San Fran utilizes him, and I hope they do well, because there's nothing I love better than somebody who was cut from a team unnecessarily, and then they go on to do great things. Unnecessarily cut. Right. And barely used. I know. He's been on the team for a couple of years, and I've... he gets like the last, you know, five, eight minutes tops occasionally. Well, I realize that, like, you want to... They want to keep Brady active. They want to keep him going. But I think when it's clear that you're winning the game. Winning. <laughs> winning. You can put in the, the backup. Earlier. Yeah. Like that's how it used to be when I was playing football in high school. No. Say it was the fourth quarter and we were winning like 35 to six. Yeah. All right. By that time. The backup guy gets to go in there and pretty much do the whole fourth quarter. Mm. Or some of the other guys get to come in and have their turn. Nice. But I really felt bad for Garoppolo because he's pretty, he pretty much under Brady's shoe the whole time. Yeah. Being held down. Yeah. Although Brady probably didn't want him to get in there because that's how he got his job. Yeah. He took it from Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. 
and is probably threatened, or probably felt threatened. <laughs> yeah. That Garoppolo could be potentially the next Brady, but mm. San Fran will find that out. Good. Eventually. I hope they do. Mm-hmm. I hope they do. And, you know, they'll have all summer to set, you know, their offense, get their offense going. And I'm sh- I hope next year they have a better season. Mm-hmm. And that maybe at some point Garoppolo starts. We and will see. Turns out to be the next Brady. So, what else have we got, Sean? Oh, I got more Jedi news. Do you? And we use a force <laughs> to read. <laughs> Why some th- movie theaters are refusing to play The Last Jedi. Star Wars The Last Jedi is supposed to be one of the biggest movies of 2017 by the time the year ends. So why are some movie theaters refusing to screen the film for audiences? Because they're assholes. No. No. That's not on there. A new report from the Wall Street Journal explains that Walt Disney Company, as the purchases of Marvel and Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. has become the most successful movie studio today. Therefore, wields tremendous power over exhibitors who wish to screen their films. And for Ryan Johnson's The Last Jedi, Disney is forcing theaters to agree to secret terms with many theater owners are calling the most onerous. 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 Means evil. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, evil Disney. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Those terms include the fact that Disney will receive 65% revenue from ticket sales. Yep. The highest percentage a Hollywood studio has ever demanded. Mm-hmm. They're also forcing theaters to screen the film in their largest auditoriums for at least four weeks. Four weeks. <laughs> for previous Star Wars movies, the studio has required 64% of the revenue from ticket sales in four-week commitments, but typical Disney movies only require a two-week commitment. If the last Jedi movie theaters break any condition of the agreement, pulling just one screening from the schedule, for example or even advertising the movie before Disney gets the approval, the studio will charge a 5% penalty. Disney is becoming like the Antichrist. I swear to God. They're actually pulling... They're going to be pulling eventually um, all of the Marvel stuff off of Netflix and uh, also all the Star Wars stuff. And because Disney wants to launch their own... Streaming. App, like mm-hmm. streaming service. Like they want to be like Netflix and Hulu, so they're going to launch a Disney thing like that. So now you're going to have to pay for that content too, which I think is ridiculous. Ah! <laughs> Sean just threw a middle finger in the air like you just don't care. <laughs> I don't. So the studio would charge 5, 5% penalty fee. Yep. Raising their take to a staggering 70% of ticket sale revenue. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, studios get between 55 to 60% of that revenue from domestic releases. Domestically. Mm-hmm. International deals vary, but the average hovers around 40% for movies that play overseas. Mm-hmm. But The Last Jedi is the closest Hollywood gets to a guaranteed hit, right? So even right. With, <laughs> so even with these terms... Why would a theater want to miss out on that sweet, sweet Star Wars cast? Sweet, sweet dough. Cha-ching. Well, we all know that the holiday season is prime movie-going time. It is? Well, that's what they think. I'm sure it is. I'm just, I'm way busy. I still haven't actually gotten to the theater to see Thor. 
I'm very busy. I never got out to see it either. I saw that. Did you? Yeah. Was it good? Yes. Oh, okay. Did you go with Tab? Yes. Oh, she went to see it? Yes. She must have felt bad. <laughs> she felt bad because when we went to see uh, Gabriel Iglesias, mm-hmm. we were almost like three stories up looking down. Oh, yeah. So my fear with heights, like I've explained before, I'm, mm-hmm. I was like locked in the chair. Oh, right. Feeling that, you know, with that angle, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling good. So she kind of thought to herself that she's got to make it up to me at some point. And she said, okay, even though she doesn't like clowns, mm-hmm. she's going to take me to say it. Okay. And well, we saw job. it. You saw it? Saw it. All right. <laughs> now, wait, I, I don't, all right, I'll ask that after you're done with this. One thing at a time, Jared. One thing at a time. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Movies ongoing and... Tiny one or two screen theaters in small towns, like Lee Atkins' one screen independent theater in Iowa, would actually be hurting actually. by keeping The Last Jedi in theaters for four weeks and not being able to screen other releases on those screens instead. Most theaters will be screening the new Star Wars film, likely to pack crowds. No. So Disney's terms won't end up affecting the majority of people reading this. Like mm-hmm. me. I just added that in. Oh, okay. People reading this. I'm reading it. There you go. But it's so interesting to think about the relationships smaller theaters have with would-be blockbusters. We often get swept up in these stories about movies breaking nation box office records, but we don't really consider the economic realities of small theaters servicing smaller communities. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Take a breath. My turn to be a micro-machine guy. There you go. So that was the last year I played in some most of most theaters in December 15, 2017. La, la, la. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Ha-ha. <laughs> there you go. The Oshers from Family Guy. Oh, right, right, right. Ha-ha. <laughs> you like that, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I, now I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, like, are they going to do another advanced screening? Maybe actually try to get tickets. And then I'm like, I, I had this thing in my head. I was like, uh, maybe I thought about putting in for a personal day, the 15th. And, um, I was like, oh, if I get advanced screening tickets, I go to a late screening because maybe I'll have that Friday off. And I just feel like the universe is lining up for me to take that day off. <laughs> the force is with you, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> the force is with my day off. <laughs> the four says call in sick <laughs> no I, I i i've been legitimately thinking about it it's just that like we're now all of a sudden we're really really busy at work so Actually. i'm like but i still have like 25 hours of personal time so i don't know and if you're gonna do this yeah maybe try your best within the next week and a half to be on time uh, or early. <laughs> Look at Sean. Try to be on time. It's all right. Listen. That way they'll be more lenient. All right. I've been on. I've actually been on time for the past, I don't know, month. I was on time a lot in November. A lot. Um, and it's not like I don't want you guys to think that like, oh, I just show up late for work. Like my heart is pure. Like I leave the house with the intention of being on time. But traffic sucks. Really? It does. sucks. And 
um, no matter how much like I plan for it, there's always something that holds me up, right? Traffic. Oh, and then the other morning. Yeah, family. <laughs> the other morning I was late for work, but I called and said I'm gonna be late, uh, but probably by like 20 minutes, and I was, because uh, I got in my car and I turned my car on, and my tire pressure light was on, mm-hmm. and I went, oh fudge. <laughs> And uh, fudge. fudge. So I was like, oh, we need to deal with that, like, right now. Because. Well, I didn't say fudge. Yeah. I was like, because I can't, you know, I work like an hour away from my house. Like, I can't be messing with flat tires an hour away from home. Nope. So I stopped at Cumbies. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Okay. <sighs> All right. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to phrase this as delicately as possible. Okay. Yeah. If you. Pull into like a Cumberland Farms or something like that. Cumberland Farms are like little convenient, not little convenience stores. Like the, they're like this big convenience store chain on, on on in Massachusetts, probably Rhode Island. There's some in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they go much beyond Massachusetts and Rhode Island. I don't think there's any in like Connecticut or anything. But so that's like our big our big thing. It's like our Circle K. <laughs> 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 and you can get gas and you can get supposedly they have decent coffee i'm not a coffee drinker but um so they also have like a little air pump where you can put air in your tires yes and i went i pulled in the cum everybody calls it well not everybody tara calls it cumbies so i pulled in the cumbies and i'm sitting there and i go to the air pump and some asshole (laughs) some useless person parked right in front of the air pump there were like eight more spaces they mm-hmm. could have picked and they picked that one naturally so i'm i had to literally wait until they came out and left to put air in my tire mass hole yes now just to tell you guys uh you good people out there <laughs> <laughs> why you great fans of ours. You're you great people. You're great. So I, <laughs> bucko. So I, 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 uh, I, I, I get everything going. The air is flowing. I go to put air, and I, I, I don't know which tire needs the air because they don't fucking tell you that. I really wish they could have some kind of indicator that's like which tire you need to go to, because mine's just like one little light. So it's like you have to guess. I always automatically do all four. Well, here's the thing. So I went to put air in, I, I, I've been suspicious of my driver front, my driver, the, the driver front side. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that tie has been looking weird. So that was the first <laughs> tire I tested. You want to know the PSI? What's the PSI? The PSI was 22. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> 22. That's not good if you don't know anything about cars. It's not good at all. So I put air in that one, and I got it right to the correct PSI. And then I said, well, I got plenty of time left. Maybe I should check the other tires. All of them were below 25. Damn. I'm like, what the fuck happened to my car while I was sleeping? Cold? A, a cold can do that? Because I heard cold mm-hmm. can do that. Yeah. Like, cold can mess with the air. Mm-hmm. Oh. We've had, like, really cold mornings. It, like... I went out in my car the other day. It was like 23 degrees, and then by noon, it was like 52. I'm like, what? It's like within your house. No. Uh, humidity can screw with the um, wooden frames of doors. 
Yes, it, well, because wood swells. <laughs> it, <laughs> and everybody comes, and everybody's happy. But wood really does swell. Then they need a smoke, and then they need a nap. In the in the summertime, <laughs> the summer makes the wood swell. It's true. That's why some doorways you'll have trouble closing in the summer because your wood has swollen. <laughs> and there's really nothing you can do about it. You just have to let nature take its course. Oh. <laughs> we got dirty tonight. <laughs> I love it. We're, lear- we're earning that explicit <laughs> content rating. Yeah. My gosh. <laughs> gosh golly. Hard swelling wood. <laughs> Doorway. I'm talking about doors and... and- Jams and stuff, door jams. And... <laughs> Anyways. Oh, shit. That's what happens, though. <laughs> it is. The wood swells, and then in the wintertime, everything kind of, you know, goes back to normal. So you can shut your damn door again. Mm-hmm. Peace! <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. You got anything there? Do I have anything over here? I will give you, uh, I was going to give you a choice, but no, I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh, fuck! (laughs) Not at all. Because we're already being really dirty, I might as well just do this one. Good. So, this is... (laughs) Effed up Christmas gifts. Messed up Christmas gifts that people have, have received. Buckle up. This should be good. Oh, but it is. Oh. <laughs> I had mentioned to my uncle one year that I wished I could grow a beard like his. Sorry, oh. Sean. Sorry, Sean. Come Christmas time, my uncle hands me the present he got me. I unwrap it, and what do you know? It's his beard in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a beard for Christmas? That's disgusting. <laughs> be thankful he didn't, you know, cover his pubes. I really like your pubes, Uncle Mike. Well, here you go, Jimmy. <laughs> it's oh. all right. It's okay. I got a wooden pop-up playset <laughs> from my aunt. <laughs> wooden popping up, huh? A wooden pop-up playset. Recommended age two to four. I was 14 years old. This one will get you, all right? (laughs) Okay. I got a gift card to a lingerie store from my grandma. The The fucked up part wasn't the gift itself, but the fact she made my 19-year-old brother go in to buy it. As he says, the conversation went something like this. Cashier, shopping for your girlfriend? Brother, no, my sister. Well, my grandma. (laughs) Awkward silence. (laughs) For both. Yeah. My uncle presented my family with a very large gourd once. In the middle of a restaurant, no one wanted it, and we left it there. A gourd is like a pumpkin, in case you're wondering. I once got a framed and deliberately posed photo of myself that I have no recollection of being taken. (laughs) What a weird thing. 
Someone's stalking you. <laughs> My parents are separated, and when I was younger, I really wanted an N64. That's a Nintendo 64 if you're very young and don't know what that is. Uh, both my mom and dad had asked me what I wanted, so I told them, along with my grandparents. Come Christmas morning, I was delighted to find an N64 beneath the tree. Lo and behold, I go to my grandparents' house later that day, open the last present under the tree, an N64 atomic purple controller! The whole system with a purple controller. So now he's got two. Nice. My mom hadn't been talking a lot with my grandparents at the time, and the miscommunication about who was getting what was pretty obvious based on the look people were giving each other. The next day, my mom drops me off at my dad's. They didn't get along at the time. And she jokingly says, I don't suppose you got him an N64 too? <laughs> and my dad's eyebrows shot up about a foot. He got me the Donkey Kong edition. <laughs> to this day, I have all three. <laughs> That's epic. Yeah. You know what's awesome is that as his day went on, like as his holiday went on, the N64 got better and better. Like he got the regular version, the better version, the best version. That's lucky awesome. dude. Ooh. That's <laughs> shot. <laughs> My grandmother got me a douche. <laughs> My grandmother got me a douche and a hospital gown that would make a nice dress if, dress if someone sewed it up for me. So that's weird. <laughs> to be fair, my grandma has a little bit of dementia. Otherwise, she's lovely. Now she just gives me money instead of a gift. <laughs> that's one of the best gifts to get. I guess, yeah. Not a douche. Got me a douche. <laughs> that's like... <laughs> Wash yourself, god damn it. When I... <laughs> when I was a kid, my grandma heavily favored me over my little sister. One year, she bought me a cool set of Pokemon, which was my absolute favorite thing at the time. She got my sister a weasel ball, which is a toy meant for cats. Wow. <laughs> hey, you're going to have to share this with Fluffy. Pika, pika. Pikachu. My uncle got me a giant block of cement once. He put random things throughout the block and gave me a miniature hammer and chisel. I actually chiseled through the whole thing and found some coins and what appeared to be an arrowhead. My uncle's very strange. Wow. You know what's funny is my um my nephew's grandfather, which is his father's uh, stepfather, actually did that exact same thing. He put a cylinder with $100 in the middle of a thing of cement and told him he had to work for it. But he's a mason, so he knew exactly how to get into it. Wow. He's like, oh, okay. And he got right through the middle. I don't see my grandpa, I didn't see my grandpa that often as a kid, so whenever he got presents for me and my brothers, they were always cliche, terrible grandparent gifts. One year, I remember he got me this incredibly freaky Porcelain, jes porcelain jester baby sitting cross-legged on a pillow. When you wound it up with the key in the back, it would slowly spin at the hips while playing a song from a tiny internal music box. This is nightmare fuel. Holy crap. Yeah. I, I couldn't even sleep in the same house as this thing. We're going out the window at night. Oh. Ran to the street. I got pink panties from my crazy grandpa. <laughs> from my crazy grandpa, and yes, I'm a guy. <laughs> That's so awful. Wow. 
I bet he wore them. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Okay. He eventually started liking them. <laughs> now that's all he wears. Oh, okay. I asked for a laptop for Christmas as, uh, but saw nothing remotely resembling it under the tree that morning. Finally, my dad says, hold on a second, and appears with a wrap box, approximately laptop sized. <laughs> I open it, and it's a laptop box. Or <laughs> well, a laptop. Not quite the type I had wanted, but hey, who am I to complain? I was getting a laptop, so I proceed to open up the box. Proceed. It was filled with rocks. <laughs> I gave him a weird look and said, what? And he said, well, don't you like it? Um, no. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm just kidding. Here's your real gift. He tosses me, yes, actually threw it at me, a box, and because my hand-eye coordination is shit, I dropped the box. I hear a crash and a clang of metal and plastic colliding, and I start to panic. And I panic and unwrapped uh, to open up the box. As I'm doing this, I start to quietly yell, because this is Christmas morning, Why would you do that? And he just shrugs his shoulders as I open the box, and it's a somewhat disassembled laptop. More specifically, it was my brother's laptop that was bought 12 years before and was complete toast well before this Christmas. And I knew for a fact it was junk. I wish I could have seen the look on my face because my dad and the rest of my family thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Through their laughter and my confusion, my dad had pulled another box out of somewhere and slid it to me as he said, Merry Christmas, idiot. <laughs> Lo and behold, it was the laptop I had asked for. All I could do was laugh. My dad's a fucking troll. <laughs> That makes me think of something that my uh, coworkers and I heard. Yeah. Of a Christmas joke. Yeah. Uh, you have all the gifts for your kid, mm -hmm. like here, and then you just take like six empty boxes and wrap them. Yeah. And add them, but make sure you know which ones which. Oh yeah. And if they start acting up Christmas morning, you take one and you throw it in the fireplace, <laughs> and you tell them if they keep acting up, the rest of them's going in there with it. Oh, my goodness. Each time they act up, another one's going in the fire. Throwing more on the fire. <laughs> so there's my, a nice little joke you can do, too. My grandma... I'm, I should wait until you're done drinking because you, your drink's going to go everywhere. Okay. My grandma gave me bright red undies with googly <laughs> eyes on them. <laughs> this is kind of... Well, if, if you made it this far in the show, you can't be doing that bad. With googly eyes on them and an extra piece of black cl black cloth to put your dick inside. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> <sighs> my first Christmas with my wife's family. They have dirty Santa. Her dad... <laughs> Her dad takes it very seriously and gets adult-themed presents, but he's the only one. I just happened to pick his gift bag. <laughs> you poor bastard. <laughs> Hang in there, folks. Oh. It's a dildo with porno. <laughs> There's our title. <laughs> with... <laughs> with anal in the title. 
It got stolen from me later, but I showed them all by stealing it back in the last round. You really wanted that? It sits in my nightstand now, seven years later, and I will poke my wife and ask her if she wants to try her dad's dildo from time to time. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh, why would you? What weird families that we got here. You almost saw Tara do a spit take on camera. Yeah, him getting that. <clears throat> Your guys getting pink panties. <laughs> Your girls getting underwear with. <laughs> yes. Yes, Sean. Yes. With elephant oh. trunks. <laughs> I'd, I'd like the underwear with the elephant trunks, please. <laughs> I got a shirt that said, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll take a look anyway. (laughs) It was from my stepdad's mom. She knows I wanted to be a doctor, and her English is no bueno. (laughs) I found it hilarious. Once we translate it to her, she almost cried from embarrassment, (laughs) but I proudly wore it all day. (laughs) My grandmother gave my boyfriend a coffee mug with a German shepherd on it. He doesn't own a German Shepherd, nor expressed any interest in German Shepherds. He uses it at work. It's a great conversation starter. Oh, do you own a German Shepherd? Nope. <laughs> my brother, who always gives hilarious gifts, got my wife and wife got my wife and I a clapper one year, wipe. which which is pretty funny on its own. We put it in the bedroom, thinking it would be super convenient to turn the light off after watching TV for a bit without having to get out of bed. But as it turns out, the clapper works with all kinds of noise. <laughs> so sex turns our bedroom into a disco. <laughs> clap on. That should be the title. Clap on, clap off. It's a disco. <laughs> I had left some video games in my mom's room. She found them, assumed my dad had bought them as gifts, and gave them to me. So for Christmas, I got my own video games. (laughs) I was not the recipient of this gift, but my uncle, who has six children at the time, was given a very large box of condoms from my aunt, his sister. My cousin's not impressed. Stocking stuffers. (laughs) Yeah. My girlfriend's, my ex-girlfriend's mother got me a thong with an elephant face and long trunk and asked me to send her a picture of me wearing it. (laughs) I hope you have the right equipment for that. I assume so. Oh, shit. My drunk, my drunk aunt gave me Hulk Hogan underwear that was sized for eight-year-olds and I was 14 but wore them like a boss. <laughs> what you gonna do, brother? <laughs> Pee. <laughs> oh, I bet those undies made something look a lot bigger. <laughs> like oh. Two or three times size than it was. Yeah. Uh. Woo. Two years ago, I opened the lone present under the tree. It was big, so naturally bigger presents make up 
for the fewer ones, so I ne- uh, so uh-huh. I never gave it any thought. Inside it was a suitcase. I was very confused until they told me, be out of the house by March. <laughs> that is savage. Wow. You have savage family. <clears throat> Merry Christmas. They Get- want you the fuck out. Merry Christmas, GTFO. <laughs> when I was in high school, my grandma kept hinting she'd bought me the best Christmas present ever. But don't even bother trying to guess what it is because I wouldn't in a million years. And sure enough, I couldn't figure out what it was, and I eventually forgot about it. Panties. Christmas Day comes around, and there's a bag all wrapped up with my name in it. Tag says it's from Arrow, who was my dog. Inside the bag was matching candy, G-string, and bra. Grandma was right. I never expected that in a million years. What is with these families? I don't know. People are crazy. A lot of S and M out there. Yeah, I didn't know that. With Christmas. <laughs> okay, last one. Ooh, this is a bad one. Not bad, like dirty. Just bad isn't horrible. Christmas morning comes around. Uh, my Christmas morning around the tree with my family and girlfriend at the time. We're opening presents, and I open one for my girlfriend. I unwrap the box, and inside I found a flat-billed baseball cap. Strange. I don't wear hats. No give a shit about the team with the logo blasted on the front, let alone that sport. So I pull it out, hold it up so everyone, and mainly my girlfriend, could see. All the adults give a quizzical look. Even my little sister makes a, huh, face. So I say something like, uh, thanks, hon. Her face drains of color. She says, oops, that's for someone else. Must have brought it inside by accident and snatches it out of my hands. Then I hold out the card that was attached to the wrapping. Hey, baby, love you lots. Merry Christmas. Ooh. Ooh, shit. (laughs) And to clarify, yes, she was cheating. I guess there were tickets to some big upcoming game tucked inside the hat, too. Needless to say, it was fucking embarrassing to have to essentially break up with my girlfriend in front of my family on Christmas morning. Ouch. I know that's a that's a fucking air air balloon. I don't know what the that's a horrible that's a horrible way to end. I'm sorry. Oh my god. I know. So ready to find the tickets? You can get it back and like. I know. <laughs> so those so those are messed up Christmas gifts. Yeah, especially that last one. Well, yeah, that last one. And then why is everybody getting unnecessary like panties? Yeah, like. Condoms. Oh, that guy had six kids. Those condoms were necessary. <laughs> I'm surprised that's the first time he's gotten them. <clears throat> Should have kept them. Mm. So what uh, What do you got? If you don't know, or those of you who do know, mm. there's a TV show called Pawn Stars. I used to watch it a lot. Uh, our friend Joe watches it. I don't know if you watch it. Uh, the only time I ever like watch it is if you have it you have it on. I haven't watched it in a while, but <clears throat> I came across uh, something here about how they seriously cheated their customers. Oh, yeah, bastards! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that they had their own plan. Okay, we gotta keep it low so we can make a profit and they can mm-hmm. feel like they got a deal, but they didn't. First one. The book from Isaac Newton's library. Okay. 
Bob, a seller from season three, walks through the doors of the gold and silver pond with a copy of a 450-year-old book mm-hmm. that he believes is from Isaac Newton's library. He knows he has something special on his hands. Quote, I don't know what the book is worth, but if it did belong to Isaac Newton, it should be worth thousands, Bob guess, using no criteria whatsoever. <laughs> I like that. I'm not an expert whatsoever, but this should be worth thousands. So far, you're an idiot, Bob. Yeah, Bob. Come on. Why don't you do some homework before you go into a pawn shop with these things? I know. Of course, the old the old man uh, calls in the rare books expert, Gary, who informs everyone that it is indeed a book from the Famous Thinkers Collection, mm-hmm. although the cover had been restored and rebacked, probably done around the 1700s. Mm-hmm. Still, Gary places the retail value of the book at $20,000. Amazingly, Bob then accepts the old man's shocked and low offer of 7000 after being told by the old man, quote, if you know I give you seven for it, I won't have money for dinner tonight, which would seem to indicate that the old man pays over $13,000 for a meal. <laughs> anyway, just about on top of his painly awful dread deal, it turns out much of the rest of Newton's book collection has either been destroyed or archived at Trinity College in Cambridge in England. Mm-hmm. Meaning in reality, this tom is actually a priceless piece of history. He was dumb. You dumb! <laughs> Moron. Yep. An 1890s Colt 45 Peacemaker revolver. <laughs> Red Rider and his Peacemaker. <laughs> I was actually thinking back, uh, Back to Future Three. Oh really? I want everybody to know that the gun that shot Bill Tannen was a Colt Peacemaker. All right. In season four, episode Peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Rick buys an 1890s Colt 45 revolver. Which he says, sell better than just about any anti-gun I carry. Rick's excitement over the old gun, especially after seller Brian, foolishly reveals he purchased it for 25 bucks. They eventually agree on a price of $3,000, which Rick pays prior to consulting with his weapons expert. Mm-hmm. Upon ex- inspection of the revolver, weapons expert Sean, spelled my name, spelled ah. my way. Tells Rick that the gun is worth at least 5000 in its current condition. But in fact, depending on exactly how rare the specific model is, it could be worth much more. For instance, the first ever Colt 45 Peacemaker, originally manufactured in 1873, was sold at auction in 1987 for a whopping $242,000. Ooh, bad. According, <laughs> according to the New York Times. Yeah. Granted... The gun featured on Pawn Saws was from much later and was likely part of a larger product production line. Mm-hmm. But the current pricing on similar era 45s range from around 2000 up to 42000 So yes, Rick made an offer within that market range, but not surprisingly, it was on the extremely low end. Of course. Because that's what they do. It's a pawn shop. They give you what sounds reasonable, what sounds good, but it's not really that good. A Hotchkiss Cannon. Phil Artillery Collector Chuck rolled in his 1890 Hotchkiss Cannon into the parking lot of the uh, Golden Silver Pond, aiming to land a deal. I'm here for the deals! <laughs> I'm here for the deals! <laughs> they have them at Sears! <laughs> <laughs> that was the last episode. They have them at Sears! <laughs> 
Things were looking up when Rick asked his weapons expert, what can I pay for it and still make a few bucks? To which he replied, I would say $40,000 all day long. All day? All day. That's a $3 bill all day long. <laughs> of course, Chuck is pleased, but then he immediately commits the fatal flaw of any negotiation, which to reveal his bottom line number before Hagelin even begins. Mm-hmm. I expect about 30000 Chuck says instantly. Uh, of a potential $10,000. Rick seizes on Chuck's misstep and agrees to 30000 as long as the cannon still fires. It does, and they shake on the deal. <laughs> shake, shake on, on it! it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you could say, well, that's the seller's fault for undercutting himself, but clearly Rick knew what he was doing and capitalized on the seller's low expectation. Of course! Naturally. Naturally. Gonna maybe do like one more. Yeah. Before we gotta go. Uh. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. This one sounds cool. Okay. Samurai sword. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and what probably is the most example of the guys knowing underpaying for an item, Corey slashed hmm. through a negotiation on a 15th century samurai sword that could potentially net the shop over 10 grand. The seller, David, claimed to be a lawyer who kept <laughs> the sword after a client used it as a collateral and then failed to return the claimant. You are an idiot, dude. Anyway, just before the haggling begins, Corey says via backroom confessional that he's, quote, seen a few of these sell for thousands of dollars, which is why his opening offer was 800 that was laughably shady. The seller, woefully underprepared for the negotiation, said, quote, when he offered me 800 I wanted to jump and do a dance, but I had to keep my cool because the price was still going up. They agreed on $1,500 for the ancient weapon which an expert later determined to be worth around five to $6,000 in its condition. However, should Corey be willing to do a 3000 restoration on it, he could fetch as much as 15000 for it. Quote, that's a score, big hoss. Chumley says, as he and Corey high-five, we doubt David felt the same way when he watched the episode. Oof. Well, I don't know what to tell you. If you, I mean, like, if people have items like that, you're better off taking them to get appraised. Yes. And then you know exactly what you're dealing with, exactly what you're you're looking at. Look at the history. Do some research. Yeah, it's like people just like, found this in my basement. <laughs> give me $10,000. Like, uh, no. I'll give you 300 Sold! <laughs> no. I'm here for deals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. I uh, We hope you enjoyed this episode. We did. This, uh, this was such a dirty... I'm so, I, I'd apologize, but I, I'm not sorry. I'm not either. This was cool. <laughs> this was the bomb. All right. So, please remember, next week we'll be a day late and a dollar short. I keep just saying that because I'm always a dollar short. <laughs> Seriously, I had a craving for Doritos today. And I was like, oh. So, I was going through the change in, because I have a little bit of change in my jacket, like the inside pocket. I was five cents short for a dollar. Oh. I'm like, you bastard. So, no Doritos for me. Aw. Aw. It's all right. I don't really need them. I just... <laughs> I knew we were going to have to do the thing, and I, I was like, I should have something to eat because I'm going to be eating way late, and mm. sure as shit, we, we were, but... 
So, but we'll we will we will have a new episode for you next week. It would just be a little bit later than usual. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud. Uh, you can listen to the show on clap iTunes. on, <laughs> clap off. That's got to be the title. I love it. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Stitcher. from a distance. Ooh. I finally get to shut up now. Um, hope you have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. Sean, tell them what to do. Be wrecked. How good everything? Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Chameleon. <laughs>